switch. He's got the big. Jones. Yes, sir! A three! And Memphis takes the lead first time tonight. Yeah, I mean, we had to fix our body language. Um, you know, I feel like we got down, you know, early, didn't have the start that we wanted to have. And, you know, we lost our juice. Um, you know, we, we were kind of deflated. You know, it's a long game. You know, a lot can happen. Found a way to get some stops. Our offense started clicking a little bit more, you know, and the rest is history. You have to give them credit, man. They came out here. They were down big. They uh, stayed in the fight. They kept swinging. They didn't let go the rope. Felt like, uh, you know, once we got the big lead, we kind of on our heels. But it, again, this is a learning lesson. So, you know, we'll get better at that. 12 point uh, second quarter, 12 point fourth quarter is unacceptable. Look at the film, we'll get better at that. Uh, we generated the shots that we wanted. We defended well. They only had 104 points. So, uh, I mean, it, it looked bad, but it doesn't feel bad as it really was. It's going to be the key for you guys to make sure that this, a, a, a loss together. like this. Yeah. Staying together, you know, this is a tough one. It's really tough. And uh, we got to regroup and, and get ready. Here on the BeckQL Network, Joe O and Joe J today with you. The two together on this Friday. We got a lot to get to. Brandon Tierney from WFN in New York talking about the Jets with a couple picks in the NFL draft. Maybe even we get his thoughts on the Yankees not allowing Miguel Cabrera to get 3,000 hits yesterday, which everyone was screaming about. So we'll get to that. And one of the most accurate mock drafters ever is out there with us. 2018 most accurate NFL mock drafter Scott Smith later on from Action Network. We got a ton of NBA, ton of baseball. Joe's on a home run prop binge now. He's, he's catching Jake here. Um, we got to talk about this comeback here. And we, we'll start off, though, with a happy birthday. Joe, how you doing? Happy birthday today. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody reaching out this morning, even though it's completely unnecessary. I'm always like, come on, really? Well, it it's the wife. It's like it becomes a birthday week. Not for me, like for her. How could you do that on my birthday week, my birthday month? I'm like, we're old. Like, it, it doesn't – 21 matters, 30 kind of so does. Do? No, it's just so, always something that comes up. Like, she she makes a big deal out of it, and I don't think it's anything. But, like, after 18, 21, and 40, I think it's all the same for the most part, right? Yeah, I have the same thing over here with the birthday week. It's, it's, a, bir- it's a birthday <laughs> month. It's not a week. It's a month. I know. Like, but wait, really? but, but my, but uh, my birthday is that month. I know. <laughs> yeah. Three yes, weeks we from can, now, I get we, it. We can still live our lives. Yeah, we, we, I get it. But but again, all right, so we'll, we'll do our own uh, uh, birthday show here with Joe. And, yeah. and Joe, a, a birthday gift for you last night could have been, if you jumped on it, 79.54 in the third quarter, plus uh-huh. 15.50. For the Memphis Grizzlies to win that game on the money line, they come all the way back to win eight points in the th- I mean nine points in the fourth quarter for Minnesota. And the last cut we played there to start off our show was Carl Anthony Towns talking about bouncing back and being together. No, you got to bounce back and be together. He scored eight points last night again, a total no show for Cat. So we've got to have that same conversation about Cat. A complete no show. Did not bounce back this time around. Likes to talk. Likes to talk. I like the T-Wolves, and I, I think it's fun when you have guys talking, but you better back it up. Beverly likes to talk. How do you not stop a 15-0 run at the end of the first half? How do you let them in your house? Like People keep bringing up, and I guess it one, one has to go with the other, about, wow, you blew t- multiple 20-point leads. Yeah, that's true. What's even worse is you're at home and you let the opposing team go on these impressive runs. Hey, Finch, can we get a T at some point? Like, are we going to stop the bleeding ever? 
24-2 run to finally take the lead in that game. Oh, my man. That's brutal. I And speaking of the odds, Joe, so I was curious what the largest odds were in the live wagering. I'm not a live better. I always get so frustrated. I, I, I just figure I'm going to pick the worst time to get it on something. And then I'll be mad. Oh, if I would have waited five more minutes, could have got a better number. It's just hard for me to get past. I saw points bet post that when Memphis was down 23 in the second half, it was 28 to one. And, and Caesars had it as high on the live line as 35 to one. Wow. This has been happening a lot this week. Teams up 17, 20, 26 last night. It doesn't matter. Uh, these are the sorts of runs that, that you're seeing, you know, uh, as a theme overall last night, first off, you had the three road teams winning, mm-hmm. um, and something that has been pretty consistent. If you like a dog, just take them to win. Yes. Cause yeah, just take them to win. I mean, and the, if you like the favorite, you, you should be fine. Don't worry about, Oh, I got a money line it because I'm not sure if they're going to cover it. Usually they do. The totals last night were not close. The Memphis-Minnesota one, that missed by 38-and-a-half. And And Dallas-Utah, that went over by 36-and-a-half. So we've talked about how sharp these numbers are, and typically they are, especially with props, just side total across the board. But last night on the totals, they were not all that close. And, you know, Memphis had that comeback. That was the quietest triple-double I've ever seen by John Morant. And, and by and large, when you look at the number of turnovers that he had in that game, they get seven. He wasn't that efficient, and they no. still came back to win. And, and just looking at these three games last night, whether we're talking about Minnesota on the losing end, giving up a 26-point lead at home, whether we're talking about Utah at home, not facing Luka, when some thought, okay, this was going to be the spot when they were going to face Luka, and then Denver they gave their best chance and they still don't have enough to beat the Warriors. We don't like to overreact in series. We like to buy low on these teams, but that felt demoralizing for all three. And it wouldn't surprise me if uh, none of those teams win another game. Yeah. We talked the other day about when it's the time to jump in and when, and, and now it might be the opposite. Just get off. Don't, yeah. don't try to react now because demoralizing is, is the word there. I mean, I don't see any way that, that Minnesota's getting up from this and coming back to win the series or anything like that. Right. In fact, so it's amazing. This might be the biggest odd shift of all of them over the course of a game or two. So after game one, it was 1-0 Minnesota. It was Grizzlies, you could get it. Minus, I took them at minus 126 to win the series. Almost even money on Memphis to win this series. It is now Memphis minus 800 to win this series after, going, after coming back last night. And the series spread now is at two and a half, not one and a half anymore. It's at two and a half. You can get Memphis um, almost even money, plus 118 at minus two and a half. So that felt like a dagger last night for Minnesota. They were outscored 50 to 16 from three minutes left in the third quarter to the end. I mean, that's just like, they ran them off the gym. 2-1, Grizzlies up in that series. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned Dallas. Brunson did it again. Joe, this is the first time in his career he's had back-to-back 30-point games. He did it in the playoffs. Never did this before. He's never had this opportunity either. Right. Wherever he's been. And you go in the second round and you figure, okay, he could be a, a good role player. He could have a nice, solid NBA career. I never thought this on this stage. Now, it's fair to bring up that this is a team that looks like they're going to blow the whole thing up. 
and they are just done. They're just done with the whole thing, and they're going to have to. Not only did he do it again with 31 and 8, Joe. Last two games, 72 points and one turnover. Incredible. I repeat, the point guard replacing Luka, 72 points and one turnover. And, and the other side that that we're probably not going to talk as much about because it's all about Brunson, it's all about Luka, the guys that hit the shots in the last game continue to hit the shots. They don't miss from the corner. Kleba, four for five on threes last night. Last game, he was eight for 11. Can he back that up? He said, you're damn right I can. He went four for five. Bertans, four for seven. Green, four for six. This team doesn't miss from the corner. Uh, and, and the other part is terrible jazz defense. This used to be a really good jazz defense. I don't know what has gone on with this team, especially with Mitchell on that end of the court. Yeah, no, they, they've just been too easy for Dallas. And now you wonder... Does the I mean it's never it doesn't hurt to get a great player back ever in the NBA. I wonder how they incorporate Luca back in because the ball's been in Brunson's hand the whole time. You were gonna ask me about do you bring him back for game number four? But well, you're saying that too. picture like, hey, Brunson's been so good. You know, Luca, why don't you uh rest up a little bit? And then when you do come back, maybe we'll give you the Steph Curry role. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if almost it'd be better for them if if they won the series without him and then they had like five days or so to figure out a plan. Like, all right, I know you're Luca, you're gonna have the ball in your hand the whole time, but like this Brunson guy, we're winning this way. You know, it's 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 a good problem to have. And we mentioned yeah. during the season, Jason Kidd's doing a good job. I know people don't like Jason Kidd around the league and he's kind of had that weird reputation, but he's done a really good job. I mean, we joked during the year, who's their second best player? You can't win like this. Well, they're winning without their best player which means they're winning with Brunson, Dinwiddie, and, and these guys shooting threes from the corner like this. It's been incredible. Kids done a great job. I'll tell you flat out, I'm Dallas. So we said you don't play Luka game three. They did not. Because of the position you put yourself in, because you were able to steal game two at home. You split, mission accomplished. Now we're going on the road. And now they're going into Utah thinking, all right, well, we bought ourselves another day. Right. Now we don't have to play Luca in game number three. I don't know if he would have been ready. They'll say all the right things to the media. Okay, fine. But now that you you won the first game at Utah, they were probably internally, they're saying, man, can we get one? Can we get one? And let's bring it back to Dallas. By the end of the series, we'll have Luca expecting it to be a long series. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's gonna be a short series. I am not playing Luca on Saturday. Oh, you're ready? Sit another day. I'm not playing Luca. We have home court. I'm good. We're we're fine. We we took that game three, and with what we've done these last two contests and the team on the other side, I'm not scared of them. No. We can go do it again. I'm not playing Luca Saturday. How about you? I wouldn't either. And that so that would lean Monday would be game five. So he would have yep. the better part of what be two full weeks, or almost. From when that regular season ended, right? You no, know, it's funny. It I want to say two Sundays ago. Two Sundays was, ago. That was a Sunday, so we're looking at fifteen days. Yeah. Do you do you remember? Severity always matters, but do you remember the median for a calf strain this season in the NBA? It was about two weeks. Sixteen days. One more day. There you go. And that I mean that matters with muscle. And that's a regular season. Yeah, and that's regular yeah. season. 
Yeah, and we're going to see this throughout the playoffs with these injuries because a lot already with uh, you know Middleton and Booker and, and these guys and when they bring it back and how they do it. Last one last night, the Warriors take out the the, the uh, Nuggets. It's three zero. This feels a lot like Sixers Raptors, where you kind of there was there was a case to be made. This could be close. It could be interesting, but like these as the games progress, so if one team just pulls away, and this was the I mean this was the best chance you feel like the Nuggets had. Game three back at home. They lose the game by five. And it doesn't even matter what Jokic is doing. It doesn't matter. They, they have nothing else around them. I liked Golden State in the first ca- first quarter, first half, especially when I saw that the books made Denver the favorite, even though the Warriors are favored for the game. I did like them in that first half. But I didn't predict that they were going to shoot 68% from the field in that first half. Like, there's nothing they can do. And actually, you know what? I, I take that back a little bit because – the Warriors get way too many uncontested looks. That's what's going on in the series. And we can talk about Jordan Poole, NBA Finals MVP, Steph's role. Are they going to keep him coming off the bench? We can talk about all of that, and that's certainly fair. But is Jordan Poole going to face a defense like this in the next round? Yeah, I, I would think not. It's it's like We've talked all year, and everybody has, about Jokic having no help. But what about on the defensive end, especially with Golden State? You can't let them have whatever they want. So I agree with you. They're probably not, he's probably not going to see defense like this the rest of the way. But do we have to circle back to the pool thing? Because it's not, it's not like a one or two game thing. This keeps happening. So he has three straight games now of at least 25 points and 75% effective field goal percentage. Second player in the history of the NBA postseason to do it. The other one was Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard. He's still 35 to one. I'm seeing to win the finals MVP. I thought that would move more based off yesterday because so I saw I. 40 to 50. Do you, don't you think if they make a run, go all the way to the title, Steph's going to be a big part of it. It's going to be tough to get past Steph. It is. But what if he's dropping 25 a game? Like, And I just – the narrative is going to be with him because his teammates keep talking about him. They look at him now like he's one of them, which happened fast. He's ahead of Clay. He's ahead of Draymond. The sure. Steph one is is the word. But at that number, it's probably worth a bet. If you think the Warriors are going to win the title, then you should bet on pool. You should put something on pool. Um, Denver is allowing Golden State to have 43% of their shots uncontested in the series. 43% uncontested. Come on. That's a lot. <laughs> Come on. That's that done. That's lot. over in four, right? I think it is, yeah. That, yeah. I think that's over. And that's rest for the uh, the Warriors. Uh, quickly, uh, on the baseball, you hit another home run prop yesterday, Fran Reyes. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice one to hit right after the show, plus 475. So we go back to back. I think it was in a 12-hour period. We hit two two home run props, uh, a nice uh, nearly 10 units. So Jake, coming, coming. We'll see later what we have for you. Three in a row is going to be tough. That is, and that's tough any part of the year. And and Paul, I, I don't believe hit for the contest, but Paul's strategy worked yesterday because I saw that I saw that highlight of Vogelbach busting out of his jersey, hitting a home run last night. Oh, I br- I brought that up too. Yeah, we were live as of like the fourth inning or whenever he went deep. All everything else was on the table. One of the guys didn't even play, so we we're actually only playing with four units, or one, you know, what eight tenths of a unit. Yeah, fade Mark Leiter. That's the way to do it. I like we'll giving Paul the break time. More, more run props <laughs> later. We'll talk Jets draft strategy. Brandon Tierney next on the Beck UL Network.
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.